Hello, people, and thank you for joining me and my friends on the Game Files podcast. My name is Matthew, and I will be hosting discussions on all things dice throwing, button mashing, page turning, and screen viewing from the past, present, and future of those things that occupy our spare time. And also joining us uh, on a non-drunk movie night show, uh, formerly known as Be Bonsai, formerly known as Be Dang It, currently known as Be Gone, yep. now known as Bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For Halloween. For I Halloween. Like I like it. Thank it's you. Bewitched. I like it. All right. So Samantha for today. Very cool. Uh, we are going to just have a kind of a round robin conversation about uh, various uh, Halloween topics, things that we are interested in, things that uh, we love about Halloween, things that we hate about Halloween. Getting started, what is your favorite Halloween memories? Rate us. Hmm. Mm. A lot of them. It's a hard thing to pick because Halloween kind of changes as you get older. Because as a kid, it was putting on a costume and going to collect Halloween candy. Unfortunately, as a kid in northern Illinois, that also meant putting on 14 pounds of jacket and gloves and braving the either extremely cold rain or snow every year. Um, even though I still had a lot of good time going over to my aunt's neighborhood. And then as you get older, there's that like age between 14 and 16 where Halloween is less about the candy and more about the party more about the tricks not the treat yeah i guess you could say that way um but i'm just to keep it easy i think just that the growing up with halloween the fact that it's a can be depending on your situation a month-long celebration of everything spooky so just growing up as a kid getting to watch the horror movies you know that in august you didn't really get to see um and then you get the candy and you get to see all the costumes so it's just that the fact that that month of October was totally different than everything else you did the year. Because even like Christmas. Christmas, as a kid, yeah, you get all those presents on it. But it really is about that two-week period at the end of December. Thanksgiving is, you know, family getting together for food. But Halloween was that whole month. You knew it was Halloween because you'd go into the stores and decorations were up. And, you know, you start to see the candy come out. And then TBS is starting to show, you know, whatever, Halloween or Friday the 13th. You know, these these movies that... At that time, you didn't see on February. Now, you know, horror movies are all over the place. But it's just that whole month as a kid, it just seemed like the whole world changed and just became this supernatural, spooky world, which I think because of that then led me to get more into, you know, the supernatural, geeky kind of stuff. Just, you know, because as a kid, it's just that wow factor. And then, you know, costumes. So I, I guess just growing up with Halloween and just how the fact that one month as a kid, just kind of affected you. Cool. I know it's kind of a, a broad statement, but I, he for likes me, Halloween. Yeah, for me, Halloween. You know, Halloween is my Christmas. Christmas is great. You get presents, but it kind of loses its luster after a while, especially whenever you have to spend your own money. You know, <laughs> Christmas then becomes about hanging out with family, which is still a great thing and I still love. But Halloween never really loses that mystique. There isn't a certain point. You know, for all the kids out there, plug your ears. There's that never that point of someone's not real you know you kind of know halloween's not real but it michael is, myers is real yeah you know but it's still about just getting that getting scared haunted houses and all that so it's just that it is that uh what do they say for christmas the uh the special time of the year for me it's always been halloween so very cool so bewitched what is your favorite memory so, or life of halloween so I have to start off with with saying that Halloween is definitely my favorite holiday ever. You know, above Thanksgiving, above Christmas. Um, she makes so, awesome costumes. So there is a lot of, there are a lot of memories to pick from. I have two in particular. Go for it. Um, one of them was um, a year when my kids were, you know, young enough to still dress up and go trick-or-treating but, you know, old enough to really kind of get into some of the same things that I'm into. So that year we went, um, we all dressed up as Link. My, uh, my oldest was, um, was regular Link. I was Dark Link. And my youngest was Fierce Deity Link. And I built a sword that was taller than them. 
it was kind of amazing. Um, we went around trick-or-treating and everybody, like all the kids who actually knew what Legend of Zelda was, were like totally geeking out and it was hilarious. So that was definitely my favorite Halloween memory. My other one is much a much shorter memory and it was one year when my youngest was supposed to go trick-or-treating with some friends but there was some miscommunication on when they were supposed to meet and they were just about to give up and they weren't going to go trick-or-treating. They were just going to sit at home and just be upset. And I said, no, we're going to go trick-or-treating. You have a costume on. I've got a costume on. We're going to go trick-or-treating. And we, we were out for a while and we went up to a house. And as we were walking away from the house, this mother and her, you know, four or five-year-old came up. And they stopped us and said, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm just really glad that you guys are out here having fun and not out causing trouble. And I said, well, thank you. And we walked away, and I started thinking, like, I think she thought we were both high schoolers as, you know, I'm walking around with my 11-year-old. <laughs> Just a question on that. What were you dressed up as then? Um, that was actually Doctor Who, the one with the long scarf. Tom Baker. Yes, Tom Baker. The best Doctor Who. Yes. Okay, all right. Okay. So, mm. it was pretty amazing. What's a TARDIS? Shut up and stay on topic. We're not talking about the <laughs> yeah. TARDIS right now. We're not yeah. talking about the stay TARDIS right now. Um, my favorite Halloween memory goes back to, I believe it was like seventh grade. And that was also the last year I actually went out and trick or treated, which is about right. Yeah, for the kids that is, there. that <laughs> is correct. Um, uh, uh, me and, uh, my friend Scott went out, um, you know, Scott, you need to be on this sometime, but that's beside the point. Um, I dressed as, um, the crow which was kind of fun. Um, I didn't necessarily have all the leather pieces, but I definitely had the face makeup and the crazy hair. Um, a lot of people, strangely, uh, who saw me were like, oh, you're Robert Smith. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I love Robert Smith, but no, no, I'm Eric Draven. It's cool, but whatever. Um, but no, we went around. We just, you know, it was one of those last moments of, it's not necessarily innocence, but just we were just having a great time just going around, you know, shooting the shooting the breeze and having a good time. And and uh, it's one of those things that I, I I miss sometimes. You know, obviously, I've grown up and, you know, that's just how things work. But it was just one of those last moments of kind of that innocence where, you know, nothing else in the world mattered besides just hanging out with the buddy, you know. And so I would say that's probably my favorite memory of all time. And. Yeah, so I love Halloween, but that was it right and there. And that is a good point. There is that age where you, you transition from being able to trick or treat to being just a little too old for it. And everyone has their opinion on when that is, but it, it is also a point in a kid's life. And maybe maybe not as much now, but just because of the way social structure is. But when we were growing up, that is a definite point when there is a little bit of a sadness that first Halloween where you're like. It's a little too old to go get the candy. Even if you don't really believe it, it's still, yeah, it's not going to look right walking around with, you know, bag asking for free candy at, you know, whatever age, 12, 13, 14, whatever it is that you ended up. But, like I said, that is that transition where it goes from that to now. It's a little bit more of the adult respect for Halloween. But, yeah, there is a definite sadness to that that aspect. Yeah. You know, and it, it kind of mimics life there where there is that point where it's like, okay, I'm no longer innocent, I'm no longer a child. Not really an adult either at that point, but, you know, reality kind of changes. Yeah, and, and after that point, what we would do a lot of the times is we'd hang out at Marty's house, and uh, his parents would get up, give out full cans or give out cans of Mountain Dew. And uh, basically what cans did not get sent out, we would just sit there and chug them and basically get high on caffeine and sugar. It was awesome. Which explains so much about Marty. Yeah, I mean, I think he bleeds Mountain Dew. It's okay. Yeah, anyone who knows him knows how much Mountain Dew that man drinks. <laughs> There's a reason that's the number one soda, and it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, that that soda will never go away. He'll keep it as long as he's alive. He will yeah. keep it in business. Um, so you know, Halloween is the time of you know spookiness, right? You know, uh, a lot of us have the the we enjoy the feeling of being scared in controlled situations where we know we're not actually going to die. Um, and so one of the memories that I was just I, I was just rolling back here was it wasn't Halloween yet 
but it was right before Halloween. And uh, myself, Radis, <laughs> Marty, Scott, and Drew, uh, we all uh, were playing a poker game. And we were all terrible at poker back then. It just is what it is. We were playing for like pennies, nickels, yeah. dimes, whatever. And uh, but afterwards, we went to see was it, it was Halloween. F- it was Halloween. It was Halloween six. Six, yeah. Originally called Curse of Michael Myers before it got re-edited because of certain demonic imagery in the movie. Because now it's called Origin of Michael Myers. Yeah, and and it, the movie itself wasn't what was. I mean, we had a good time. Uh, we met up with Katrina, and yeah. I think Debbie was and there Debbie, too. And I want to say Eve was there, but I don't I remember if Eve went. I don't to that think movie. she was there. I don't think she, she was there. So, but during that movie, uh, Marty fell asleep. And his class ring fell off, and you heard it ringing all the way down the movie theater as it rolled. Um, but leading up to that movie, uh, uh, Radis was driving. He was basically like the the chauffeur of sorts back then. And uh, we all should be dead. Nah, um, we are fine. Uh, the, the needle was definitely buried. He was driving through deer territory. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's still got to be a record. What was it, like seven minutes from Blackhawk to oh, it was stupid. Uh, Cherryvale Mall? It was Back stupid. Roads. We would have, I mean, somebody would have gone to jail if we would have. Oh, yeah, over. yeah. <laughs> Again, being 16 and going, yeah, I got my entire life in front of me. So what if I get a $300 ticket and two nights in jail for attempted suicide? <laughs> Pretty much. And there's in a reason why why uh, males have higher insurance. At oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've, it, okay, so this is an 86 Chevy Nova, little bitty box car. I think 85 was what the speedometer said. I have no idea how fast we were going because that's where it stopped. Oh, it was, it was ridiculous. That, that, that car lasted me like, oh, maybe seven months before I blew it up. Yeah. Um, that's a great car. That a lot awesome. of great memories in it. Yeah. A lot of stuff at this point that if my nephew ever did, I would beat the ever-living crap out of him. But again, back to that, you know, social society has kind of changed from when we were younger. Yeah. I mean, we were trying to kill ourselves all the time. But- Not trying, but... Succeeding a lot of times, we did lose a few along the way, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but so we went. For, so in that situation, we went from uh, at least for me, uh, fear of death, right? Not controlled. My my I wasn't told. My yeah, sure he was. Um, <laughs> to the controlled situation of it, but um, so as far as you know, Halloween season, you're talking about you know horror movies, scary movies. It doesn't even have to be scary movies, just movies in general. Well, but like, what are you know what are what are some of those movies? Well, that I was, you guys loved I was actually, and or loved. Before we go on to the movies, I was just going to say, so you're talking about control situation. I've got a question. Yeah. So what is everyone's feelings on haunted houses? Oh, I've got stories So you know, Because you, you're talking about a controlled situation. And for the most part, those are controlled situations. And that's the whole point of the, the haunted house is yeah. too scary around it. I enjoy haunted houses. Um, I haven't been to one in a couple of years just because the group that I have in St. Louis just kind of fell apart for the people who enjoy haunted houses. But I've always enjoyed haunted houses, even back when I was 16, 17, hitting, uh, what was it, the uh, oh, the school that's on 11th Street, Rock, uh, something. Uh, yeah, exactly. It used to be Jefferson, but it's rock. it's Rock something. Anyway, they used to have a haunted house there, which was one of the first ones they did. And then there was one out in McChesney Park that was a whole lot better. Yeah. It, I, I yeah, keep wanting to say I, Rock Cut, but that's the park. It's not Rock school. Cut. It's uh, Ken Rock. Ken Rock, that's it. Yep. Um, yeah. Ken Rock Community Center. Yep. Yeah, they had a haunted house there. It wasn't anything great, but, you know, it was when you're 16, 15, in that age, you know, it was about the only thing going on for haunted houses in Rockford. And then the one in McChesney Park, I think, was either Boy Scouts or another organization like that they did. It was much, uh, much better. They actually had money behind it. Yeah. Um, so so as far as haunted houses go, like, I mean, what's your what's your favorite? Um, I really like the darkness in St. Louis. Um, now living in St. Louis, it's a little bit of an advantage because we've got the number two haunted house by all ratings, and it is the darkness. Um, it is run by all Hollywood special effects people. Like they do movies all year, but then they have there's this random building that they bought. It's an old spaghetti factory downtown St. Louis next to Soulard Market. It currently has three attractions in it, all for one price. But it is Hollywood level special effects from start to finish, and it is just fantastic. It's part of a whole creepy world down there. It's got Limp Mansion, which if Limp Mansion would do a little bit more and open up more of the house, that would be my favorite. But that's because it's not a haunted house, but it is an actual haunted facility. 
So it's a limp brewery. If you look up any like listed for haunted sites in the U.S., it's also up there. Original family members committing suicide, getting killed in the house. I'm good. The the house itself is now both a bed and breakfast and a restaurant, and you can rent a room nope. there. And <laughs> that's yeah, gonna be a no. I'm, there I'm are done. plenty of people. It's like yeah, you can see people sitting there. A local radio station has done a séance in that building. And nope. they've got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it is amazing. St. Louis has a ton of haunted attractions, but I think the darkness in, in St. Louis is probably now my favorite. And I will also say this. I've not been able to do any of the ones in Chicago. Living in St. Louis is a little bit harder to get up there during October, during times where, you know, I'm not going downtown Chicago on a Saturday night at midnight <laughs> by myself because I don't know who I could get to go to haunted houses here in Rockford. So... uh so bewitched. What I, about you? So I am a complete chicken. Oh, like so, complete chicken. Right, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. so I'm coming no, no. back to go to Chicago, and we're gonna go to a haunted okay. house because that that's the best time to go to a haunted so house. So the very first haunted house I went to, there's a place um, in my hometown called. Uh, they used to do it every year. They don't do it anymore. It was called Black Hat Alley, and it was just a haunted house, whatever. And I went with a friend and her family, and we got to the very first scare. And she started crying. So one of the the members of the staff walked ahead of us and was telling everybody, don't scare them. Don't scare them. So we got through the entire thing with nobody scaring us Boo. whatsoever. I was like 11. When, you know, this is probably about 15 years ago, I went to a haunted corn maze, which was actually a lot of fun with a friend of mine or a neighbor. So we went to the corn maze and you know it was really scary when there was like a um, a scarecrow up above the corn right so there's a scarecrow and we're looking at the scarecrow and we're we're walking in and we look back and the scarecrow's gone we're like where's the scarecrow where'd he go where'd he go then he jumps out of it out of the corn with a chainsaw <laughs> scares the crap out of us all right so heart stops start running you can see the end of the of the corn maze you can see the exit and like okay we see the light we're gonna start running we start running towards the exit there is a pit filled with foam and you fall in the pit (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that is fantastic it was amazing and you know it definitely had the adrenaline rush but i will never do the haunted corn maze ever again but here's the whole thing that every part of that that story we're like i loved it it was great it was great and then i will never do it again. exactly but i i i feel like it it takes a, a definite toll on my body for the adrenaline well, well then oh, okay. so there's another place that i did go with um the boy scouts and i really did enjoy it and it's technically a haunted house but it's considered more of a fun house which is more my level um it's okay. called raven's grin and it's up near mississippi palisades it's got just a lot of really weird stuff in it. There's a couple little jump scares, but it's nothing, you know, there's no people in the house really doing anything. There's some slides you get to go down. I have an intense fear of falling, so I did not do a couple of the slides. One of them goes from the top floor to the basement and walk down the stairs because I am a chicken. <laughs> See... I don't know. You keep saying you're a chicken when it comes to haunted houses. So far, every bit of that story does not sound like you're a chicken, but it sounds like you are the exact person that needs to be doing haunted houses. Got a little echoey there. It's all good. Okay. I would probably end up in tears at some of them. But see, that, that's fine. As long as at the end when you walk out and you get back out, you can laugh about it. And, you know, everyone else is going to laugh with you, not at you. That way everyone does have a good time. Because I'm sorry, I think that is, from my experience, that's also the best thing. So when you go to a haunted house, and for me, being the guy that, yes, I will I will admit, a jump scare gets me. Any guy who says a jump scare doesn't get him is a liar. But I'm Damn not the guy who's apes. like, won't turn the corner. It's like, I, there's a jump scare, there's a jump scare, I'm going to jump, whatever. But it's a dude in a mask. But then when you have anybody, and male or female, because I have seen groups of dudes where one dude's in the middle and he's laughing and the other two dudes are glued onto his arm. I've come out of haunted houses with friends and I've had bruises on my arms because the girls are locked onto my arm. And it's like that, It's as long as when you get out, out at the end, everyone's laughing, everyone's having a good time, I enjoy that. You know, They got the scares that they wanted, I got the enjoyment and the scares that I wanted, and I'm also kind of a special effects kind of geek, so just walking through, just seeing the special effects. Because I've actually enjoyed being the last man in the group 
So the jump scare happens 30 seconds before you get in the room. But I get the ch chance to go, ooh, that costume's kind of cool. Or the special effect on the wall is kind of cool. I, I like that, too. Yeah, for, for me personally, with... Uh, there's really two events that kind of come that kind of jump out as far as that goes. Um, the first one, it was myself and Marty uh, went to the Ken Rock uh, haunted house uh, with his mother. You know, we were kids. Yeah, uh, he was still in the wheelchair. So oh, wow, yeah. So it was right. It was relatively soon after his uh, surgery, yeah. and so we're going through there. And even before, <laughs> even before we go into the haunted house were right on the outside right before you go in there was this uh, a lady dressed as a witch who came out and she she did like a scream or a laugh or something and marty uh uppercutted me because i was pushing him in the wheelchair he uppercutted me in the jaw clamped my teeth together i mean i smacked my teeth together and, and i was like what, what the hell man um so he definitely is a jump scare person. Oh, it, he's a jump scare person, and we take him to a movie. This is true. So love you out there, Marty. But yeah, I can understand why he, he's not a huge Halloween fan. Yeah, and but, then and then the second one um, was it was my church group back in the day, and we went uh, you know uh, we went to a bunch of them. One of them was Ken Rock. Uh, there was two others. One was in a school. Uh, it was a different one that was in a school can't remember what that one, one was called and then there was one that was in like a farmhouse and again i can't remember what that one's called either um but at the second uh at the second haunted house we went to um i was getting out of the car and we, i keep talking about scott uh, scott was in that group and he actually shut my finger in the car door and it was an old car so it wasn't like it had any of the padding so it sliced right through my finger almost all the way to the bone well, back then I'm like, well, I'm no chicken, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna tough it out. So we wrapped it up, put some band aids on it, whatever. Went through the next haunted house. I was fine, and then we went to that last haunted house, and we were coming up on a cage, and I was in the front, and there was a a, a guy in a gorilla suit at the cage rattling the the bars, and then right when I got there, he jumped out of the cage, and grabbed my hand. And I hit him so hard that he fell down, and then I ran through the rest of the <laughs> ran through the rest of the thing because I'm like I'm not getting in trouble for this because I I might have knocked the dude out. Yep. Um. Yeah. That was. Yeah, that's a fun memory. <laughs> okay. But I do I do enjoy the I do enjoy haunted houses. It's been a lot. I mean, it's been over 20 years since I've been in one. Yeah. It's just it's just something I haven't had time. To, to do during this time of year because I'm always yeah, work, I'm always working. Halloween's never on a weekend. And I don't and know what's is. Are there any like actively advertised haunted? I'm sure there's probably small ones. There's probably a Boy Scout or something that does something. But is there really anything that's advertised? Um, there's a couple. I mean, okay. this year not not so much. But well, let me say even yeah, even the darkness and all that. They they're they're open, but I don't know how they're doing it. Yeah, because. I think Ravens Grimm is still open. If no, I'm not. they closed. Oh, did they close? Dang. Yeah, it was on a list of, of um, haunted houses that was open, and then it, if you go to their website, it did say they were closed. I'm saying like last year. Oh, last year was open. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. No, I'm okay. not saying. But I'm this, not saying year, this year, there's not Every, very much closed. that's open. Yeah, I mean, yeah, COVID has definitely killed a lot. Yeah, of my stuff. my scout troop actually went last year. Yeah. So okay. so I mean, there are some open in the area. Okay, so it's in the area. There's again. Like I say, when I say St. Louis, the darkness and all that's like 10 minutes from my house. You know, whereas you're talking here, what, half hour? Which is comparable to some stuff St. Louis. Maybe so we'll have bad. to take a road trip. Yeah, I I think I say I'm kind of heartbroken that it's actually Halloween and not, you know, a couple of weeks in. So we could have planned to do it. Maybe we push for that next year. Yeah, let's do it next year. Yeah. Next um, year is the year of trips. Oh, yeah, definitely. After, you know, being shut down this year, just eat for everything. Oh, yeah. So, um but now, okay. So. Are you in B? You in? Sure. Okay. That's a yes. I see it. That's like her That's chicken a, face. I might get to the door oh. and then chicken out. Well, well the whole yeah, thing is. Yeah, by the time you get to the door, there'll be enough one of behind us, you. I was going to say, one of us will be in front of you and one of us will be behind you. We will carry you if we have to. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be I, glorious. I punched one guy <laughs> in a gorilla suit. I'll punch another one. <laughs> Damn dirty apes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. So movies. Movies. So, okay, so we'd all pretty much say, you know, I think most of us haunted houses have definitely been a big part of Halloween, at least 
some years. But yeah, movies for Halloween. I think that's that's huge. Um, even as a kid, if you didn't get to do trick or treating and all that, it was turn it on TBS to see what horror movie is on. Um, I think we're all pretty much right at that age where the major thing was Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street were the big franchises in the you know mid to late eighties. Okay, just curious. Um, I personally am a Halloween fan. Not just the the, the season, but the, the actual movie, the Michael Myers, uh, from start to finish. the The first two are, I think, are fantastic, and the fact that they continue on, um, the same night between the two movies. He's also up until the sixth or seventh movie. Yeah, I, I hear the water running too. That was weird. It's in the other room. It's in the other room. Weird. Okay, so they got it's picked ghosts. up. Through, it got picked up through the mics. Um, anyway, um, he's the only one that's not really supernatural until you get to like the sixth movie but in the first two he's not so he's just a crazy kid grown up and released and escapes halloween three does a weird thing where they were going to try to do an anthology and season of the witch is a fantastic movie he's got some weird things but as a, if they the had one i don't know if they called the best one but if they had not called it halloween three if it had just been something season of the witch that mark, I think that movie would have been much better marketed, and I think would have done much better. But for fans who are expecting Halloween three, and you already had one and two, doing the Halloween night, picking up the next morning on the second movie, and then all of a sudden you go to this third one left field. I think they learned obviously because then four goes right back to Michael Myers. Um, he was my favorite because he was like I said, just a dude killing people. You get into Jason, obviously for the horror fans out there, Jason's not even in the first movie. But he's all supernatural. Spoiler alert. Ah, but it's not a spoiler because I lied because he is in the movie for like three seconds. Yeah, right at the end. Right at the end. Um, and then obviously Freddy is pure supernatural. So, you know, those were, for me, yes, those are scary. But I, the he could be real. You know, it's he, he's not. If you die in your dreams. Yeah, well, that's Freddy. But I'm just saying from the Michael Myers, oh. I, just, I thought he was scarier just because, you know, he was the, yes, Jason's a slow lumbering, but. He's the definite supernatural, whereas with a Michael Myers, you know, he's slowly walking around the town. I don't know. There's just something about the fact that he wasn't supernatural in the originals that just I latch on to that. Um, and then a little out there, uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street is one of, if not the first Johnny Depp movie. He dies horribly on a waterbed. That's uh, he doesn't die in that one in the waterbed. He does not the first one. He gets pulled through and his blood gets splattered onto the ceiling. Spoiler alert! I thought that was in the second one. I um, thought he survived the first one. No, because no one survives the first one because she gets sucked out the door at the end of it. Hmm. You so. can tell how many uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah, actually. and I'm uh, I may be mis misquoting on that, but I'm pretty sure I remember that right. It's been a while. Like I said, those weren't my favorite, so it's been a while since I've seen that. Out of them, the original one is the best. Um, and then I actually really liked, oh, I want to drop a blank on it, but the, it's one of the, uh, it's like middle way through now, but it was like the end of it where it was Freddy's real and all the actors from the original movie are playing themselves. Yep. I remember so, that. That yeah. was, that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was just cause it was so off the wall kind of yeah. making it like it was a movie, but the movie was based on a supernatural myth. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting direction for that that series that was so hardcore. That was the epitome of the the sex gore horror movie, the Dream Warriors. There's multiple scenes in that of you know just gratuitous nudity for the sake of gratuitous nudity, and then kill somebody. Oh yeah. So. So what's your favorite kill in all the in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? I'm just curious. Oh, in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I want to say it's in Dream Warriors. Um, it's the chick who's uh, lifting weights, and then she gets turned into a cockroach. That's four, I believe. But yeah, it, it, yeah, I think four. I, Dream Warriors. And then he says where they can check in, but they can't. Yeah, because then yeah. it pulls back because he's got his eyeball and pulls up, and she's in a, a, a roach motel. That's probably my favorite. That kill. one was brutal. The, um, my 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 favorite one, and it, it's I don't know if it's that cool or not. It's it was it was Dream Warriors. It was the kid that was in the wheelchair, and he's like, in in my dreams, I'm a wizard, and and he's like electrocuting Freddy, yeah. and he like runs up to him, which is the first mistake you just don't run up to the killer. Come on, and he and he's like, I don't believe in fairy tales, kid. <laughs> that was awesome. 
So was that the kid in the wheelchair? Because I know the other, there's another guy in there where he's the artist. And he also manipulates the dream to turn himself into a superhero. And then Freddy kills him. I don't remember how he kills him. but That's the one where he, that's the black dude, right? I again don't remember. I I keep like I keep picturing a, a him, white a white nerdy guy with glasses. But no. it, again, probably both of them. Shoot, who cares? Yeah. Love right. it. Who bewitched? What's your What's your favorite Freddy kill? You've never seen any. I've seen the original. Ooh, what was your f- favorite kill? It has been a long time since I've seen it. I am definitely more of a kid when it comes to Halloween. So you're more, um, you know, witches, so, uh, yeah, Hocus so Pocus. Yeah, so I, I definitely like Hocus Pocus, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, That's a Christmas movie. A Christmas movie and a Halloween movie. I can watch it pretty much any time of the year. Um, the witches, you know, things like that. All those, you know, we just watched Par- Paranorman today. I'm definitely more of a, a kid when it comes to Halloween. Um, I like the innocence of them and, you know, yeah, I'll watch a horror movie. I never really get into them. Every year we go to the drive-in, we do Dusk Till Dawn where they play some of the, some of the classic movies. Um, not the movie Dusk Till Dawn. Sorry. No. That's where my brain went. No, the, the, it's, it's, they play, they play, they play for, for, you know, usually classic movies. This year it was, um, Night of the Living Dead, The Fog and a couple others. I can't remember. Which Night of the Living Dead? The original. Nice. Right, George Romero. Yeah. Black and white. They actually had, um, obviously not the author of the book because he passed away, but the, um, I guess he's still an author, but he is the one who finished the book. Hmm. I guess the original author did not finish the book. So this person, I cannot remember his name. I apologize. Um, he, he was there and he did a kind of a... a discussion about it and took some questions and it was pretty cool nice so, so cool. you're a kid yep. at heart i am totally a kid at heart i i enjoy the innocent you know you know the fun halloween movies yeah. i like dressing up i like you know the whole trick-or-treat thing I don't know. would you okay. trick-or-treat now if you could absolutely have you seen the table upstairs you realize i did go trick-or-treating <laughs> last year with a child but still Whenever they offer me candy, I will totally take that. Nice. That's awesome. So uh, you made a reference to the candy upstairs. Is there a problem with the candy upstairs? No. It's awesome. That's what's awesome about being an adult. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You just buy giant bags of candy. See, it goes back to that loss of innocence because when you're a child, someone else buys all that candy. You just get to eat it. And now you go, that's $100 worth of candy. It wasn't a hundred dollars. It was like well, seventy dollars. Oh, I still, I still really enjoy it because it, it kind of goes back to you know at Christmas time. Yeah, everybody loves enjoy and enjoys getting presents, right? right? But I really enjoy at Christmas time, you know, getting that perfect gift for someone. And I kind of feel the same way for Halloween, where I want to make sure that I'm getting something that I would have liked to get when I was a kid. So Reese's peanut butter cups never we go wrong. Usually wrong give out the full size candy bars. Smart. And I have some backup little candy bars, so when I run out of the full-size candy bars, I have some extras. But So you do realize though, that is the worst thing you can do? Because the first group of kids that come through, it's like, oh, that house is giving out full candy bars. The second group that walks so up and goes, I got the fun have, size, get the TP. I've already, <laughs> I've already decided, though, because I, I know people are like, oh, well, you know, you're going to go there, and then you're going to go home and change and come back and get some more. If I recognize them, I think I might give them fruit snacks. I would I give do, them an I do apple. Have fruit snacks. <laughs> one, of the, get, one of the black bananas. Get, of course. You don't give them apple. You know what an apple looks like? A baseball. And it gets thrown at stuff. <laughs> no. No. Applesauce. Applesauce. You know how messy that crap can be? Well, let me say last year, I think Experience? we had maybe no. 10 to 20 trick-or-treaters. And I have 60 large-size, uh, full-size candy bars. So that I should, should be, good. be good. Should be good. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Horror movies are awesome. You know, we all have our limits. We all have, well, Raiders doesn't have any limits. Well, He'll watch no, I do. Like I talked earlier, <laughs> the, the current batch of, you know, Anna, Annabelle and Conjuring. Granted, you know, I just talked about how, like, I really enjoyed Michael Myers because it, it, it felt like it could be real. But I don't know. Just the current, the nun and all these, I don't know. 
they they've gone to the jump scare. I don't I I like jump scares, but to me there has to be some meat behind it. And I know they've done a lot to like try to create lore and then I know these movies have a ton of fans, so I'm not saying that the movie is horrible. For me, they're not the kind of Halloween movies that I enjoy. I don't know. I just I like even going back and you can do like the ring, um uh, the eye they were okay I, I have to admit i like the japanese the originals version better uh juan and i think the it is grudge. the ring and then i remember what the ringu the yeah ringu that's it um i enjoyed those better um of course those were the originals the u.s versions are remakes but i don't know i just it just seems like hollywood and, and it's not even just horror movies hollywood has just kind of hit this point where they they're not doing anything new and original and you know remaking or rehashing old ideas and I just don't think they're they're doing enough good I think I've watched a lot of the, the like Netflix stuff and the and, you know, stuff that's coming out of, like New Zealand and they're fantastic and they, they've got story and characters and it's not about the jump scare but there is a jump scare I don't know I'm just the mainstream Hollywood horror movies for the last 10 years have just not done it for me uh, books so Stephen King Stephen, yeah Clive um, Barker uh, yeah, I, Clyde Barker. I don't know. His books are good. I just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of his writing style. Um, he's a, a, definitely drastically different than Stephen King. And I think if you can read Stephen King, you can probably still read Clyde Barker, but I find that you're either one or the other. You know, it's kind of the um, Tom Clancy or John Blake, but there's another art that does very similar style of writing. Yeah, I know what you're talking writing, about. And most people are like, hey, they like him or that, or like Clive Cussler, you know. Um, I think Clive Barker has more stuff that's translated to big screen better. Um, even though I think Stephen King, when the budget is done correctly, I think Nightbreed. Oh man, Nightbreed! That Nightbreed was an awesome was, movie. Uh, even Doctor Sleep that we just we mentioned before we were oh, recording, yeah. I thought that was done very well. Um, I, I I need to read the book. I haven't read the book yet, so I will, um, I've read synopsis and they they obviously make changes um, in the movie, but. I was done well. I'm still a huge Shining fan, book and movie. Um, Translates into the Dark Tower. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, yeah, well, Dark Tower kind of covers everything, so it's not just horror out of that. Because um, if you want to do that, you know, The Stand technically is a horror book. Mm-hmm. Technically, everything Stephen King writes is a horror, even though when you start looking at stuff like Cujo, yes, it is a horror, but it falls back into that dog with rabies, so it's not supernatural. Super rabies. So, what books do you read that are scary or Halloweenish? Again, I'm not super into scary books or scary anything because I'm a complete chicken and child at heart. But I guess I would go back to again, you know, Roald Dahl, The Witches, the good one. Like I, I know I've watched some of the movies, you know, that were based on books by Stephen yep. King, and I really enjoy them. But I've never actually had the need to go and read okay. the book. So I, I again I kind of stick with the the kid stuff like you know goosebumps you know nothing wrong with that what about I know. The, what about those choose your own adventure Halloween oh, books those, those were, were awesome they haven't had those in forever those are the best where well, you get, where you can read the book like five times yep. and have a different ending well, every time to quote Egon print is dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I was I was gonna say goosebumps. I haven't read a lot of them but the few that I've read were written well oh and tale, tales to tell in the dark. You remember yep. that? Yep. Did they just make that into a movie? I have no idea, but I remember yes. reading those. I thought so. Yes. I and yeah, I think it's I think it was one of those where it was like borderline actual like almost hardcore scary at times. Yeah. Because they it, took the literal pictures. Yeah, I think yeah, because I do remember I think I've seen advertisements and like the bloated woman or whatever was like disgusting looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just I oh scary yeah. Now that's all coming back. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember on a on a camping trip that I was on, I decided to, I'm an idiot, you know, I decided to bring that book with me. Uh, I was like 11 years old, 12 years old, and I'm, you know, reading those stories by the camp light and go to sleep and then uh, don't go to sleep because everything that you hear is the monsters that are in the story. <laughs> and by the yeah. way, they are, and they killed everyone, so... That's why he's having podcasts. I'm a ghost. It's fine. So we've talked haunted houses. We've talked movies. We've talked books. Um, we've hinted at costumes. Now, out of the three of us, 
I have done very little costuming. Matthew, I think, has done probably even less. And when I say costuming, I don't talk about, like, you know, dressing up for Halloween. I'm talking, like, full-blown costuming. I had a Jawa costume. That was pretty awesome. Um, I It was not supposed to be one, but that's what we turned it into. Okay. Actually, my sister turned it into it. It was pretty cool. Um, and then we somehow turned that costume into a Jedi costume. It was weird. Oh, okay. I, because we cut, reason, we cut it down the mid. We, we basically, well, it was a, ro- a full robe, and then we cut it down the yeah. front, so it became like well, Jedi robes. Yeah, and my I, and brain I, went fuzzy because I'm thinking, how do you do an Ewok as a Jedi? Or not an Ewok. I, sorry, sorry. I don't know. No, you said Jawa. Oh, I did say Jawa. You okay. said Jawa, but I full went yeah. Ewok. How do you and then I was Link. I actually was Link, and I had a dagger that I brought to work. was probably not my smartest moment. It was peace-tied, but whatever. Um, yeah, that doesn't mean anything at a job. But and, it's peacetime, I swear. You're still fired. As far as costuming, um, and you all can judge me, but I worked at a Renaissance fair for a year. Yeah, I know you did. No judging. That's amazing. So <laughs> let's move this over to the person who probably out of the three of us has done the most costuming. This is Halloween. <laughs> so I definitely have done a lot of costumes. I really yeah. enjoy making my own costumes, and I feel really bad that I did not make any costumes this year because I've just been incredibly tired. So we're going to put it that way. Because you're old. Because I'm old and I work a lot of hours. Yeah. Um. So one of the first costumes I remember making, I made a Renaissance dress. You know, Renaissance maiden with a little headband thing. It was kind of cute. Um, a few years later, I had a kid. And when he was a couple of years old, I made him a little knight costume. So I got to wear my Renaissance dress and him with this little knight costume. The boots were like this metallic gold and had a ton of like, you know, sewing embellishments on it and it was a pain in the butt i'll never make those again um but as i you know my kids and i got older and whatever we got to do a lot of more um interesting costumes one year we went you know wizard of oz and i got to make the little tin man and tinkerbell and um tinkerbell wizard of oz not Tinkerbell. Well, that's sorry i did i did dorothy but one year i did tinkerbell all right but it didn't didn't Dorothy that year okay. um but that year I making the two costumes for that year I had no time to make the other one so I did end up buying a uh Glinda the Good Witch costume right. because I was not gonna make a third costume I was way too much um I've done trying to think now um <laughs> well, you, you mentioned Jeff, the link Jessica Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit and both times I've actually done link more than one time um I've made sword uh, not swords shields for both of them I did a uh, small short sword when my son was little. And then when we were, uh, he was taller than me, we went as the regular Link and the Dark Link and, you know, built shields for those. And then for the Fierce Deity, like I said, I made a a sword, which is kind of, I don't know if you know what the Fierce Deity sword looks like, but it's kind of like a double helix type sword. And it is huge. Okay. I made this thing. Oh, it was meant to make it about five foot. And it ended up being about five foot four um my youngest happened to be five foot two at the time (laughs) and absolutely loved swinging this thing around um but it was i didn't think it was going to be a big deal to make this thing it probably took me over a month just to make the sword but i'm so glad i made it because it's an amazing sword um but even when i'm not actually making costumes just pulling pulling pieces out of um out of the closet trying to make something that is relatively close to the character that I'm trying to make. Right. Um, one year I was going to be Black Widow and then decided, you know, to try and do a group costume with some people from work. And everyone's like, well, I have no idea what to do. I'm like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I had maybe three days to plan this thing. So I'm like, okay, I have a Captain America hoodie. Someone's going to wear this thing, and it has a hood, and it has a mask on it, and it's going to be cool. All right, and then someone's going to be Hawkeye. Just wear black, and I have, like, a pool cue that can look like a quiver. Just, you know, I'll have you wear that. And, you know, someone, you know, you have a trench coat? Okay, you're going to be Nick Fury. We're going to kind of throw everything together. Okay, I've got some Hulk hands. I've got this. I've got that. We're just going to pull it together. Not authentic at all. Right. But having everybody together was just just a blast. It was awesome. It was great. And then there happened to be a work party and, you know, I knew that those people weren't going to be there. 
So I pulled a little bit of every single costume. So I was actually the Avengers. I thought this was where that was hitting. It was yeah. amazing. Um, and then your kid was like, uh, was a Star-Lord, wasn't he? Star-Lord. Yeah. I believe. Yep, he was Star-Lord. Um, I think the the year before that um, was when we went, my my oldest was, was Link, youngest was Navi, and I was Sheik. So that was pretty cool, a cool nice. year too. And yep. that was another year where we, I got to make all the costumes. Um, what was funny though is actually the, uh, my youngest wanted to be a fairy in a bottle. And I really tried hard um, to try and make that work, and it did not work. And I ended up, you know, switching it to Navi, where I had a costume that I had bought that lit up. It was like a fairy costume, and it lit up. And I'm like, that's really cool. So I had to alter it to fit a six-year-old because, you know, it's an adult costume. Alter right. it fix and fit a six-year-old and then have the little, you know, sign that says, Hey, listen, yeah, because that's Navi. Love it or hate it, that's yeah, Navi. Yeah, hate it, hate it, hate, hate it. it. Yes, Everybody yeah. hates it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. shut up! Hey, look, listen. <laughs> hey, look. No. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Navi. No, I, I just really enjoy. Um, what about Pac-Man? Oh, Pac-Man! I totally forgot about Pac-Man. I don't know why I forgot about Pac-Man. That was another group costume at work that I absolutely loved. Um, Wanted to, do, wanted to do a group costume, and I told everybody, okay, I would take care of it. And I'm trying to think of something that, you know, has probably 10 different things it could do. And I ended up doing, you know, Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man. Sorry, Miss Pac-Man. I apologize. Pac-Man, Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Um, all four ghosts, and then all four ghosts where they had switched to the blue. Yep. Um, and then I had a cherry. I had a board. It was great. There was, I don't even know, was it 12, 13 of us? It was great. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Yep. The thing that really pissed me off. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. You've heard this story. Incoming um, rant. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, rant. So they had a costume contest. It was the 12 or 13 of us all dressed up as a group costume. There were only two other people dressed up. I think one was, you know, Batgirl and one was an old woman. The old woman won. Of course the old woman won because she looked like an old woman. She did look like an old woman, but we also looked like Batman. Was she an old woman? No. She was not. Okay. All right, all right. Well, yes, because she's think, r- roughly our age. But And, you know. and playing devil's advocate, <laughs> playing devil, devil's ad- advocate, there, I guess there was a prize, and we were a group, and I'm sure they didn't want to give a prize to a group because then they'd have to give it to everybody. But everybody in the group had already decided that since I made the costumes, that I would be the one that would get the prize, but we didn't win. And, the saddest and thing ever. Clearly I'm not bitter have. at all. <laughs> no, clearly no, you no, should no. have. I was I'm, there. I'm not bitter at all. I do have a picture that was amazing. That was pretty cool. Was a good picture. Okay. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy group <laughs> costumes because going as as one thing is fine and dandy but when you can get you know a group of people together to really pull it together i enjoy that so group costumes for the win so next year group costume totally we have a whole year to plan this let's do this all right awesome so we need to start talking now because i'm gonna have to start making (laughs) all these costumes aren't i Yep, and you're going to have to watch about nine Star Wars And movies. nobody can gain or lose any weight because I am not adjusting anything. Well, I think I've been the same weight for the last 20 years, so I don't see me changing weight anytime okay. soon. But So, anyway. I got, uh, I got the COVID-13, but yeah. you know. Uh, so, we've done books. We've done movies. We've done just general Halloween. We've done costuming. Um, Trick-or-treating. Candy. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> we can talk trick-or-treating candy. Well, let's just start. Obviously, the, the, the question everyone's going to want to know, the million-dollar question, if we're going to talk trick-or-treating, when you got done at the end of the night and you looked down in the bag, what was the first piece of candy you looked for? Now or before? As a kid. Well, as okay, a kid? As a kid, and then what would you do now if so you could trick-or-treat? So as a kid, I, I, would, I would just separate everything. Um, oh, no, come on. That's, no, 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 no. I would have. You open that bag. No, no, what was I would, that first piece you were looking for to make sure you had at least one of? Probably Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That's okay. a good choice. Probably. And that's then what choice. was the piece that you looked at and go, that's for mom and dad? <laughs> Actually, or, I, I or, feel like it would be more for the garbage. Smarties. 
Okay. What? Out of all the crap that was in my bag, Smarties was the last thing I ate. Hmm. Um, but now, looking through my kids' bags, the things I look for that I know... It's all the, of it because she doesn't let her kids have candy. Yep. The, lies. Um, the, the thing that I look for, because first of all, I know they don't like it and I really love it. And the only time I ever get it is Halloween. Bit of honey. <sighs> and lime... Uh, lime Tootsie Rolls. Lime Tootsie Rolls have got to be my These favorite. These are eyes that Halloween, are judging you. Halloween You're candy. my answer. Again. No, it's Your okay. Most people answer. don't like them, which is why I know I get them, which is, which is great. Oh, and then the other ones, they have like a little bit of peanut butter in the middle. Again, the other ones that nobody likes are wrapped in, in orange and black. We just talked we're, about we're this. About oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those are my, again, I'm not going to say they're my favorite. I'm not saying they're my Those favorite. Those are the ones that are th- were when I was a when I was poor. Yeah. That I would eat only because I was poor. Again, I am not saying that they are my favorite Halloween candy. Okay. I am just saying this you're is the, the only Brocks. time of. That's what you're talking about. Is this is they the, were called Brocks. This they're, is the only yeah. time of year that I get them, so I do enjoy them. The mm. other candy, all the chocolate and whatnot, you can get that any time of the year. This is the only time you can get them. The lime lifesavers are that you can only get in the big bags of candy and you only get two or three of them. I'll take those. Save them, put them aside, give them to me. I'll eat them all year. Okay, so when I go trick or treating, I'll make sure I save them. Make those sure for you save the, li- yeah. the lime, the lime life, uh, not lifesavers, lime Tootsie Rolls and the bit of honey. Okay, got and, it. And the little crappy orange and black ones. So, Radis, what about you? So, the first ones are. Uh, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I would, I would pull all those oh, out. Oh, and Kit Kats. Oh, Kit Kats. Kit Kats were good, but that's one of the ones I was looking for. The ones that were mom and dad were the bit of honeys. It's like they were okay, but it's like, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, today, probably be about the same. You can see when I walk near a grocery store to buy candy, it's typically a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, and I walk by any of the little like individually wrapped. I will say I do, I do like a Lifesaver every once in a while, but. Yeah, bit of honey was probably my least favorite. Um, the, the black and I think it was black and orange. Black and orange. Yeah. Yep. I do remember those. Um, my problem is I don't like the stuff that like sticks to your teeth. Yeah. And those yeah. really were sticky to stick to your teeth. So I didn't. I would eat so one. So when you got like the saltwater taffy. See, I don't. Yeah. Do, yeah, I never really done. do yeah. like the ones that stick to your teeth, which is another reason why I like Butterfingers. Butterfingers really. Well, thanks. See, I won't talk now. <laughs> I apologize. Go smash. for it. Smash. <laughs> Hulk smash all of Matt. <laughs> I do I do like the Butterfingers. Butterfingers are delicious. The, there, there were two that I would look for, and the Reese's peanut butter cups were, are, I would say, are the third, but only by a slight margin. The two that I would always look for were Butterfinger, like, like you were just saying, and peanut butter Twix, if that was even a possibility. Because if there was one in there that was like, I wouldn't eat it right away, though. That would oh, be yeah, like, you see it for a like special occasion. Yeah. Because I didn't get a lot of candy unless I bought it myself and I didn't have a lot of money. So there's that. But yeah, Butterfinger, because you bite into it, it gets a little chewy, sticks in your teeth, which I'm sure is really good for them. And you get to finish it about five minutes later. Yeah. When, the, when it finally, when you, you finally dig it out of your teeth. So good. So good. Oh my God. So right now, Radis is showing me a picture <laughs> of the black and orange wrapped candies, and I'm, I'm not. Yeah, what does it say? The worst Halloween candy. See, it's, it's really it's, not that bad. It's I really enjoy it. Considered the worst candy. So no, I do. Oh, I do remember eating them. I thought pl- they were Brock's, but apparently they're a Necco. But mm. called candy. Ooh, Necco wafers. You don't get those anymore either. Because we're not ninety. Well, I am really old. Apparently. Yeah. I'm actually the youngest one at the table, but still, I like I'm how, I really like how old. She, she, has, mm-hmm. she makes a point to say that mm-hmm. every, every single every time. time. Every single time. Yep. Yeah. I am. Oh, my gosh. Really old. So, trick-or-treating. So, I believe you grew up in Rockford, right? No. 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 She's a Rocheller. Rochellian. Okay, Rockford area. No. Uh, <laughs> wow, she's like wow. absolutely no. I, I work here. That's about all I do. Wow. Oh wow, she doesn't hang out yeah, with friends. Not, yeah. No, um, I drive all the way from St. Louis to hang out with you guys. But yeah, she, but you also no. grew up here. I, I have. Well, yeah, that's that's my you know, point. Just the fact that my my friends live here have doesn't really mean I have t- 
ties to this town. Okay, so wait. Anyway, I, that, we're going to get off I, on a tangent if we're yeah. not careful here. So what I was going to ask is what neighborhoods do you remember trick-or-treating in? <laughs> Most people listening to this are going to be at least fam- somewhat familiar with Rockford. There, there's a couple of you out there that aren't from Rockford, but uh, Rockford is much different now. <laughs> there yeah. are areas that I rode a bike on that I don't like driving my car through right now. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. I, I went under that bridge where all that satanic crap. I used to walk to school. I'm like, oh, look, there's, dude, desiccated carcasses. I live off cool. the 20th Street until oh, I, I know was where you live. 16, and I walked to Nashold yeah. every day yeah. that I could, that my parents would let me, and the yeah. weather was nice. I don't like driving my Camaro down 20th Street now. <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so... So neighborhoods. So yeah. so neighborhoods. So um, and we don't have to be specific because you know no one's going to know if you say I used to walk down Clark yeah, Street. No, but, uh, you know. So we, if we were lucky, we would be able to get a ride to the neighborhood off of, uh, like kind of not. It was off of Blackhawk. I can't remember what the actual neighborhood names were, but it was like kind of off of Blackhawk and Twentieth that area. Okay. You know, the yeah. kind of back in there. Because that's where, like, that's where Scott oh, lived. Yeah. Well, that's where that's, Chris lived. Well, it's also back there by where Jefferson is. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, so we'd go to that area because the deeper that you go in there, the more expensive the houses are, the better yeah. the candy you get. Yep. So that's what we did. Yep. And it, it, well, that's what we did a couple of times. Usually uh, I would just go down my uh, 10 house neighborhood and hope that there were people actually giving out candy because I lived by the river. Yeah. And that was fun well like i just said i live off 20th so besides the, like three or four family friends that live old around people us, we didn't <laughs> you don't walk 20th street even then you don't walk 20th, it's just a, a busy street we would do we go over to my aunt's neighborhood over off of south bain pretty yeah. much right there yep. at the uh, yep. the inner the bypass there um and we walk that neighborhood my aunt knew pretty much everyone in the neighborhood and you know so we we would walk that for like two hours. And she's she's like part of the the mafia of t- in town, and she's like <laughs> yeah, she no, kind of gives them that look, no, and then no. they go, okay, here's another handful, and yeah. she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, and then they dump the whole bucket. And in then there. I don't remember, but I think we also walked my grandparents, which is off of is that that's not Harrison, what's the other one? Damn it, what is the one? It's not Harrison, but it's a uh, Sandy Hollow. Oh yeah, uh, Sandy Hollow. Yeah, Sandy Hollow and Twentieth. There's right there Ed Bureau, but we walked that neighborhood a little bit. It was mostly over my aunts because we'd go over there and then grab my two cousins and it'd be me, me, my sister, my two cousins. And it would start off the night with at least one parent. And then at some point, the parents would get tired of walking around. Yep. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're going home. Come back in like a half hour. And then like an hour later, we'd come back over to the house. Yeah. You know, times were Walking different. under bridges, through ditches. No, because it really I'm wasn't, sorry. you know, we didn't go that far. We, you know, we would walk the neighborhood. Through construction sites. Again, we'd get enough candy after about an hour. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go home and eat some candy now. Um, plus, I didn't really want to get in that much trouble. Now, did you guys have the buckets or did you use pillowcases? Pillowcase oh. all the way. Now, see, unfortunately, I was the McDonald's Aww. Halloween bucket. You can never fit enough candy in those things. You have to have the pillowcase. Yeah, that's the pillow why case. you've got multiples of those and you always have an area to dump it and come back to get it later. So like a squirrel. I guess, I guess, a, yeah, I guess that that is a big difference with you know Rockford and Rochelle. Rochelle is a relatively small town. Not everybody has their lights on. Right. Um, the area I would go through, it had you know the hospital, it had a school, it had you know it was pretty close to the the fire department and the. So if there the, was a zombie outbreak, you were right there. Right, but the problem is, is that you know, as you go through the neighborhood, you have to walk like a whole block because that's the hospital. And on the other side is a school. And then you, it's like, then, and then you get to the it. next block and it's like, there's only houses on one side of the street and every other house is, has their lights turned off. And then, you know, by the time you're halfway done, you know, you, you're just tired and you want to go home, but you know, we want to go get, get candy from the rest of the places. So it, it's few and far between. And I have a feeling this year it's going to be even worse. Um, but it, it's a safe neighborhood, but you didn't have that where I can just run home and drop right. this off. Because you have to walk quite a ways right. just to get your candy. So, pillowcase. Oh, yeah. If, if we didn't have that or the minivan, you know, the, if the weather was bad, you know, obviously it's the minivan. You get yeah, yeah. And I'm one, of those, I'm one of those people where if you're going to go trick-or-treating, you're going trick-or-treating. I'm not driving you around. You're going to go in your neighborhood. You know, I don't know. I'm old school that way. I don't know. I, I, 
I drove my there was plenty daughter around last year. Weather, so. But that was last year, and it, it was like yeah. 20 degrees and oh, yeah. like four inches of snow on the ground. We yeah. just had like a blizzard the day before. Yeah, I think my, my kids were, they decided not to go trick-or-treating, but we still gave out, gave out candy last year. I am going to throw this out there. So last year uh, was the first year, I believe, that we trick-or-treated in the neighborhood around my house. We've been here a few years. And it was fantastic. Um, what I love about this neighborhood is there's a, you know, you have people here that have lived in this neighborhood for like 50, 60 years. You have people that have just moved in. You have people who have young kids, you know, uh, older kids, no kids, whatever. Um, but everybody was so excited, especially last year because of that snowfall. There was not a lot of kids out because it was too cold. It was this, that, the other thing. Um, everybody that we went to every house that we went to, they were so excited to see like any kind of kid. And so they, so so my man, my daughter made out like a pig in a fat house. Like she, they were, they're like, here's, you know, like they were, you could tell that they were conditioned to only give like one or two pieces, but then they thought about it and like, yeah, there's nobody here. And they'd give her like handfuls. I actually had to start putting candy in my pockets (laughs) because her, her pillowcase was getting full. And she could not carry it because she's not that old. Right. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. See, I've been in my house for five years. We have had exactly zero trick-or-treaters. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's because you do all the human sacrifices right yeah, out in well, the front yard. Yeah. You know, little kids are scared of that. So yeah, I'm sorry. Where, where I used to live, it was really frustrating because... We would, again, we'd get the full-size candy bars because we'd really get into Halloween. I'd have decorations out. We'd have, you know, our, our jack-o'-lanterns. So you knew that we are celebrating Halloween. All the houses, their doors are on the street. Our door was on the avenue. Nobody would take the corner. So you would see all these trick-or-treaters yeah. going straight by our house. More I just, I just, candy for you. I just, you know, right. But I just, I just recently moved. But the problem is my house is still on an avenue. Yeah. Everybody's gonna go up and down the streets, and we're gonna you have make it. your decorations as large I have and obnoxious a, as you can. Like Fireworks and everything. I have like an eighteen foot inflatable Reaper in my yard. Flashing lights, strobe lights. I'm telling you, it flashes. It does flash. You're just not doing so anything. we'll see what happens. Um, this is my first. You need ha- screaming people. This is too. my first Halloween actually in this house. Um, technically, I had the house last Halloween, but we weren't moved in yet. Right. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll see what what it, happens. It, it's about decorations. Uh, years ago, before I bought my house, I lived with a buddy, and he bought a house, and they were at the end. That house is at the end of the cul-de-sac, and the first year we were there, no trick or treaters. Like we could see them up at the top of the hill doing all that, and we're like, all right, and we're all into Halloween and all that. So the ne- the second year we were there, we're like, all right, we're decorating the front of the house, and like we turned it into a zombie apocalypse in the front yard um we got a few trick-or-treaters the next year we did the same thing and just a, a different i don't remember what the the third year was but a different decoration and we had kids we probably had 200 kids people bringing carts of kids <laughs> down just because they're like yeah we saw your decorations last year and we saw again this year so we figured you guys were giving out candy it's like yeah we were giving out candy last year too but no one showed up and there were all the parents were like yeah well the people who used to live down here no one did anything so we, you know, blew up all the decorations. We had smoke machines, lasers. Just you top that hill, you saw the house like sharks with laser. That beams. house is on fire or really good decoration. So we got a lot of it. So to get trick, you get you know loud, obnoxious speakers, everything. So you know for that two hours that, that your community that will let you do it, people will know. Hey, there's either something's exploded down there, or <laughs> there's definitely someone giving out candy. Oh yeah. I guess speaking of trick or treaters, what are your feelings on teenagers trick or treating? I pretty much, if you can work a job, you should not be trick or treating. <laughs> Sorry. So for you, it's uh, four. Well, fourteen, right? In Isn't some it fourteen? Sa- some states fifteen and other, but yeah. either one of those ages, if you can get yep. a job at that point, you. In that's that's the age because I don't know you you you're still kit yes, but. Still dress up, still have fun, yeah. still do things, but and yeah. I will also caveat that with if you're 16 but you're walking your 11 year old brother slash sister, you're getting candy from me because you're being a good sibling. Yeah, you that, know? that is awesome. Yeah, that's totally different. But yeah, if it's a group of 16 year olds, 
they're going to get candy because I'm not getting my egg, my house egged, but I'm not happy about it. So, my say on it. 37. Is, <laughs> totally okay with that. Um, the way I see it is if you're out trick-or-treating, you're having fun, right? But if you're coming out and you don't even have a costume on. That's a problem. That's a problem. I'll have groups of 16-year-olds, whatever, high schoolers coming out, and I'll be like, well, where's your costume? Oh, we're dressed up as middle schoolers. Try again. Go get a costume. Get a mask. Put some face paint on. Do something. Get into the holiday, not the candy. I don't care if you're 90 years old and you come to my house, you're dressed up in, in a Halloween costume, say trick-or-treat, I'm going to give you candy. You know, I'm okay with that. You're getting into the holiday. I would love to go trick-or-treating, but I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to turn me away. The reason, part of the reason why I say this. Turn a hose on you. I mean. the, part, well, the part of the reason why I say this, though, is that my youngest, when they were 10, 11 years old, were taller than me. You don't know how old they are. Like, especially if they have a mask on, they might be 10 and five foot six. You don't know. So, you know, at 10 years old, they're trick-or-treating. Just give them candy. You know, well, they're having fun. Give the yeah. kids candy. Well, yeah. as I said, I will give them candy, even if you know they're 16. But right. and, I'm not, and like not going to curse I have them. I have turned people away. Again, they were high schoolers. Um, I have turned people away because they didn't have a costume on. And I'm like, guys, at least try I understand if they're younger, you know, if they're younger kids and they're out trick-or-treating, they don't have a costume on. They There are some um, things with, like, the um, the sensory yeah. issues. I understand that. But, you know, they're a kid. I understand that. But if you're 16 and you don't have a costume on, you yeah. probably shouldn't even be out. Do, do better. Go get a job so you can go get a costume. Go get your own candy. <laughs> go get buy your, your own candy. Yep. It's on sale after the day after Halloween. Yeah, anyways. and if you're and if you're collecting candy with your book bag, that's also you know just. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, except like I, I said, they were I've they were saying that, they were dressed up as middle schoolers, and that's why they had a book bag. I'm like, hmm. guys, come on! You probably just came from school. You shattered you <laughs> shattered their dreams. That's fine. Hmm. You know, go go get into the holiday, not the candy. That's no. hilarious. All right, so we're at that point. I think we're a little beyond it, but I think it was a good discussion. It's okay. So we're at that point. So it's Halloween, and it's a good thing. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And this has been the Game Files Podcast. Take care. Peace. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, And remember the big giveaway at 9. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy Happy Halloween. 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 Happy Happy Halloween. Super Shabbat. <laughs>